Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend TV. I'm, of course, William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, man. How's it going? I'm good, man. Glad to have you on the show. As always. Glad to be on it. Thank you. Right. Thanks, man. We got a busy show today. You know, we're going to be talking baseball and the big news, Yankee land, you know, the big fish they've been searching for, the or the big white whale as... um Brian Cashman uh, pointed out before he even made the deal official. And, of course, I'm talking about the Garrett Cole signing. We're going to also talk about Mets making um, some, you know, some moves as well on the starting rotation and, you know, where where I think they should um, improve with the team. Uh, We'll also talk about the NBA. The Knicks are on on a winning streak. I think this is going to be the only time we're saying this the rest of this year. <laughs> nah, even into next year. But, um, yeah, we'll talk about the Knicks. We'll talk about the Nets um, losing uh, to, to, to the uh, defending world champs, Raptors. Um, you know, we'll talk about Giants and Jets. You know, Eli Manning is, you know, on his, you know, his last hurrah, you know, with the Giants. Uh, talk about the Jets and uh, – their embarrassing loss to the Ravens, but I mean we all knew that was going to happen. And of course, not uh, last but not least, you know we're going to talk about, um, you know WWE, you know, um, uh, you know the t- TLC pay per view event, and uh, maybe some, you know, maybe a little extra. Who knows? We've got time. But of course, most importantly, you know the number is. Five six three nine 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 three five two nine. That's five six three nine 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 three five nine uh two nine. So that's five six three nine 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 three five two nine. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. We'd love to hear from you. Uh so with that said, man, let's yeah, let's just dive right into this uh free agency uh talk and you know the Yankees, man. The Yankees came to play as usual, man. You know, forget about that Warriors movie. Warriors came out to play. <laughs> the Yankees, you know, they came out to play, man, as usual. You know, they said, you know, they 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 took a piece of paper that said the luxury tax and ripped it in half, and and you know they 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 reeled in the the, the fish that they were looking for, they were looking for to get it for the for Lord knows how many years now, and that's Garrett Cole. They give him a whopping 324 million, which is now the the major league uh, record for a pitcher. Um, they signed him for nine years, and um, yeah, man, this is the bold move that the Yankees needed to make. You know, they had some, you know, on the uh, rotation they have some guys who could be potential aces, like Tanaka and um, what was I gonna say, um, James Paxton. You know, guys who you know who have that upside, but are not like legit bona fide aces. But with Garrett Cole, you got a 
easily a top five starter in the league. Some people may say the best, like Mac, but I'm I'm still saying Degrom. Yes, I know I'm a Mets fan. I know I sound impartial, but come on, Degrom is the defending, the two-time defending signing Award winner. So hey, until someone stop him like a surger, you know, then they could talk because I've seen surger. And now everybody's seen Serger on the World Series stage, man. So, to me, Serger is number two. You could put Garrett Cole on number three and Verlander, those guys. You put them, you know, on that 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 um, that um level. But this is the this is the, what the Yankees had to do. The Yankees had to show the world that they're still, you know, the top dogs when it comes to spending. And it weakens the Astros, you know. So it's a perfect move for the Yankee. It's a throwback Yankee move. So, you know, you got to tip your, your, your cap to the Yankees. And, you know, Macaulay right now as we speak, we're live from the Tinker Tape Parade. He's, he's, from, he's from the future, apparently. He's standing right outside, you know, um, down the Canyon of Heroes right now. It's empty right now, you know, because it's December. But Mac is just <laughs> holding his spot for the Canyon of, canyon of Heroes. You know? Oh man! So, oh man, I am excited, man. This move has me pumped, man. I haven't been pumped as a Yankee fan in years, man. This this is a great move. I mean, the Yankees—they had to do this. Jericho's out there. You know, you have the money, spend it. You know, don't worry about no luxury tax like they've been worrying about the last several years. You know, go out and get this guy. I mean, it's a lot of money they they gave it to him. You know, three hundred twenty-four million, thirty-five per year. It's a lot of money, but the Yankees, I mean, they're a billion-dollar organization. They can clearly afford it, so it shouldn't matter. And you know, they did what they felt they needed to. Man, they needed that guy to get them over the hump. You know, these last few years we failed in the postseason because we hadn't had that top ace. And now we have a guy. It's not only going to be the ace, you know, he's going to be one of our best players on the team. And you can see from his stuff, this guy has some vicious stuff, man. That's why I, I say he's the best pitcher, at least in the American League, you know. But, I mean, he's he's going to pitch great, I think, in New York, and he's going to make these other guys behind him pitch great as well. And I think he gives us a great shot at winning the championship. And nine years that we have him for, I mean, if we can get one or two championships out of it, I call it a success. You know, so it was a great move, and it's a good time to be a Yankees fan, man. Good time. Uh, I'm actually going into the uh, DeLorean to go to the parade right now, so I'll see you later. All right, man. See you soon, man. Tell me how many Yankee fans you see at the Kenyan Heroes, man. Let I will. Go. See you. <laughs> 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 And if you, by the way, before you go, yeah. uh, you know, and hang out with Marty and uh, Doc Brown, you know, yeah. try, if you pass by the um, the Brooklyn Bridge, try to talk some Astro fans, you know, not to jump off the bridge. You know, they, you know, they they had a good run. You know, you never know. Oh, I saw I saw Astro fans jumping off the Empire State, but I just ignored it. <laughs> 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 But um yeah, all all says you know, um, you know, the Yankees again, Yankees had to do that move and you know, 
props to the Yankees, man. Any any other moves you think they should make? I mean, in your opinion? Um, well, I know they're trying to strengthen their bullpen, even though their bullpen doesn't even need any more strengthening. Mm-hmm. But I know they're going after thinking about um, uh, what's what's that guy from the Brewers? Um, Hater. Oh yeah, Hater. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, adding him would make that bullpen, you know, even more phenomenal. More phenomenal. Than you know? <laughs> Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, but I I guess right now maybe some uh, relief guys and maybe you know some backup guys in the lineup. You know, because we've lost D.D. Gregorius, who's yep. a great Yankee, um, you know, for the last several years for us. He went to the Phillies, and we lost our backup ca- catcher, uh, Austin Romine. Um, to the Tigers. To the Tigers. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if we can get some guys to replace those guys as backups, you know, mm-hmm. I think we should be fine. Yeah, you you you, you answered my next question about uh, D.D. Gregorius, man. I know you love, the, love Gregorius, you know, every reason, man, the guy. Oh, yeah, third Yeah. And, um, yeah, another guy that, you know, uh, might re-sign with you guys, might go cross-sign with the Mets or go to the Dodgers or wherever it is, uh, Dylan Batanzas. How would you feel if he leaves um, the Yankees? Yeah. Well, Dylan, you know, he wasn't much of a factor last year because he was injured. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's had a great run, run with us. I mean, I would love to bring him back, but if we don't, I mean – it's not going to be a major loss because we have guys in the bullpen right now. Mm-hmm. And if they get Hater, I mean, I that's kind of an upgrade over Batances, I think, you know. Because right. I don't know how Batances is going to pitch after having that injury last year. So who knows right. if he can still pitch at the level he's pitching at two years ago. So right. um, if we bring back, I mean, that would be great. If not, then, you know, I don't think it's going to be a major loss, mm-hmm. you know, because he can be replaced, so. Right, especially on the Yankees. Anybody, anybody yeah, yeah. Right now, it looks like Yankees have strong interest in Josh Hader right now. Mm-hmm. Get that heater ready. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can see them selling that Yankee Stadium right now. <laughs> <laughs> see the Yankee fans holding up the banner. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we'll see. Yeah, um, speaking of uh, Batanzas, man, to me, that's the guy who the Mets gotta sign. They let uh Blake Tynan um sign with the Dodgers, I think. Um, you know, I think I think um yeah, Mets are also interested in Hater too, but you know, the odds of Mets acquiring him, you know, you know, or any of these trades that they're, they're rumored to with Sterling Marte or um Mookie Betts. I mean, those are to me those are slim to none chances. The only trades they're gonna be they're gonna be able to do is trade Dom Smith, you know, and um, you know, attach a probably a bad contract with it, yeah, you know, to to try to get under the luxury tax. I mean, you know, they did. Um, I don't know if you heard, but they 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 made a, a deal with uh, Cespedes to um, yeah, heard about reduce that. his contract. So this yeah. guy was gonna make uh twenty nine million, close to thirty million dollars, and they were able to reduce his money to like what about ten million or so. Mm, wow. So this should should give them like about what ten maybe a, a, at least ten million to spend, and I'm hoping with this move, 
they could at, least, at the very minimum sign Batanzas. And well, I would love them to sign Batanzas and another reliever. You know, maybe yeah. a Joe Smith or um, you know Harris or somebody somebody like that. You know, Will Smith, some somebody somebody of that ilk. You know, a guy that they could um. You know, because they need they need two bull, bullpen guys. Like yeah, I, I, I know I know bullpen like like Brody Van Wagenen was talking about like they're volatile. You know, as evident with Familia and um and uh, Diaz, who coming into the thing was like the best young guy um, in 2018, and he comes to New York and it's like a totally different story. You know, with him. So. Yeah, I think they definitely should take a chance on Batanzas. You know, you know he's he, he's a young guy. Yeah, he's injury. He's he, he he was hurt last year. You know, but you know I think they definitely they definitely need to um to take the chance on him. You know. Yeah, he'd be a great addition, especially you guys got Porcello now mm-hmm. uh, to the rotation. Yeah, uh, Batanzas would be a great addition to the bullpen, no doubt. Yep. Yeah, they signed uh, Purcello and Michael Waka. Waka Waka, you know, Fozzie, Fozzie <laughs> the Bears' favorite um, pitcher, apparently. You know, those those are guys, those guys are apparently in the rotation, but now it's up to six people because, of course, you know, you got the best pitcher in the game, DeGrom. You got Syndergaard, Thor. You got Mats, who, I mean, I'm hoping they hold on to him, that they're not going to use him in their trade or anything. They're going to hold on to him because – a guy, he's a he's a gutsy lefty pitcher. I've always been a fan of uh, Matt, so I hope I hope hopefully they'll hold on to him. And then you got Strowman, you know, not to be confused with Braun Strowman. You know, he he's you know he uh you know he had a he had an okay season with the Mets. I mean, he started off shaky, kind of pitched a little bit better towards the end. And then you got um, Rick Purcello, which that that's the guy who you know I was hoping they would go after you know in the in the off season. I mean other than the big fish because I mean obviously I knew they were going to go after Cole or Strasburg. You know that that's when that that Porcello was one of those guys that I was zeroing in on that hopefully they would sign them. So when they signed Michael Walker, I was like, mm, Michael Walker he used to be good, you know, especially with the you know with the Cardinals. I think 2013 was like his best year or so. It's been a while since he's been like a all star. I, I didn't mind the the deal, you know, as a guy, you know, to see, you know, if he could still have it, but I didn't want him to be the last move. So, fortunately for me, the next day they signed Brick Porcello, which, you know, the guy he's from New Jersey. Um, he his last great year was probably 2016, you know, where he was dominant. I think he won the Cy Young that year. And um, yeah, last year he was. He had a horrible year, you know, because he changed the way how he pitched. I think he was trying to pitch the analytics, and it wasn't working out for him. But hopefully he could bounce back, you know, now pitching in the um, National League, you know, a, 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 you know, a guy, a local guy, you know. Hopefully he could uh, bounce back, which I'm hoping for. I mean, he's, a, he's, a, he's an innings, uh, innings eater. Which is a plus, a guy you you know definitely a guy you want on your fifth, you know the fifth guy in your rotation. So I, you know I definitely I love the Porcello move. You know, so one year deal, I think he could bounce back. 
Uh, Michael Walker, you know, he he has a he it's a one year th- a one year three million dollar contract with the incentives to go up to ten million. So you know, I, I I like I like the signings. If Walker was just a fifth starter, I'd have been you could have done better. You could have even took a flyer on Madison Baumgartner, even though Madison Baumgartner is not the same guy he used to be years ago. But at least the guy in the postseason, he's money, you know. So that's a, you know that's another guy you know I was thinking they should you know go after if they're not going to go after the big fish, which you know obviously the Mets haven't done in a long long time. Probably since Pedro Martinez was in free agency in uh um '05, and then afterwards you know they traded for Santana in '08. Other than that, they haven't really been you know going after free agents free agent big name pitchers, you know. But yeah, we'll see what happens. What's your what's your thoughts? I think it's a great move. I, you know, if uh, Porcello can pitch like he did several years ago, you know the Mets, you know, will have a good pitcher in their rotation. But mm-hmm. it's a good signing. I mean, because they weren't able to get Jericho or Strasburg. Um, I mean, there aren't any other pitchers out there right now that can make an impact that I can think of. But I think Porcello will be a good fit. You know, but uh, we'll see. You know, we'll see if he, because uh, he's already been in a big market like this, pitching in Boston. So I don't think, mm-hmm. you know, he's gonna let that get to him. It'll just be a matter of uh, his pitching mechanics, if that's been resolved. Because as you mentioned, he's trying to pitch it, pitch. You know, by by the analytics. Now he can just be the pitcher he once was and just let his stuff do the talking. You know, mm-hmm. we'll see, but it's a good move by the Mets. Yeah, and Mets, you know, they like we were mentioning, man. Mets got to make some big moves because the National League East is improving. Everybody in the National League East is improving. I mean, even the Marlins are improving. I'm not saying Marlins is gonna take the fourth place spot. You know, I think at the worst case scenario, Mets is a fourth place team. Uh, you know, I mean, they have a really good team. I mean, Mets was a 500 team, but Mets are missing some stuff to put them over the top, like last year, you know. Right. So, I mean, they, you know, they 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 weaken their rotation by letting Wheeler go to the Phillies, you know. Porcello could be that guy that could make them, you know, finally one year, forget about Wheeler leaving, you know. Right. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's a big if. And then, my, you know, Michael Walker, he said that he came here, you know, they, they you know, they told him he's going to start. And, you know, the Porcello money that they gave Porcello, he's going to definitely start. So I don't know if they're going to try to trade uh, Matt or, or Strowman or, I don't know, just let it play out. Because obviously they're not going into the season with six rotate, six starters. Yeah, no. But, nah. You know, we'll see what what happens, man. Hopefully the Mets will make the right moves because they definitely need to make some moves because, you know, the, I mean the Nationals they re-signed um Strasburg. Randon went to that to the Angels, which I mean that's a huge loss for them. But the Nationals are still the defending champions, man. So Yeah. Until you beat them until you until you beat them, they're the team to beat. So we'll see we'll see what happens. But um yeah, shifting gears. Um, to the to the Knicks. 
And, uh, you know, Knicks are on the two-game winning streak. They beat the Warriors. Yes, the Warriors did not have um, Curry. And, of course, they didn't have Klay Thompson because Klay Thompson has a serious injury ever since uh, the, the, what was the the finals? Yeah. So, you know, this is not the same Warriors team. And as a result, the Warriors are one of the worst teams in basketball. I mean, when was the last time we've said that in a sentence? It's almost unbelievable. Yeah. It's an end of an era as quickly as we, as we knew it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the, the Knicks won that game, uh, snapped their 10-game um, uh, losing streak, and gave Mike Miller his first uh, win, you know, as a coach, you know, with the Knicks. And then afterwards, I think, um, they, then they beat the, the Kings. The Kings, I think, had like a 20-point lead on them at one point. But the Knicks came back and uh, won that game as well. So Knicks are on a brief two-game winning streak. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with the Knicks. I mean, obviously it's too little too late. But hopefully, you know, Knicks will make the right decision who's going to be the next head coach. I hear there's rumors that they're trying to get rid of Steve Mills as well. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. They need to get rid of him. And, yeah, I hear that they're, they're really after um, Masai Ujiri, you know, the um, the the GM of the, the Raptors. Oh, yeah, they've been after that guy for a while now. But I, know, I don't know if they're going to be able to get him. We'll see. Yeah, I doubt that. But I guess we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Because they need Mark Jackson, man. That's the guy they need. They need Mark Jackson or Van Gundy. That's like the the top two guys that they, they got to go after. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Uh, on the 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 net side, um, they they lost um, they lost today to the defending world champion Raptors. I think the final score was like was it one ten one oh two. Um, I think Dimwindy had like 22 points or 24 points. I can't remember, but it wasn't enough. And uh, Siakam scored like 30 points on them. So, you know, the, the Nets, I mean, they're, you know, they're easily the best team in uh, town, you know, but, you know, they they, they got ways to go. They've been playing well um, when with this injury to – Kyrie. I mean, they yeah. actually even have better record without Kyrie. Yeah, they do. Because that tells you something. Yeah. Every team Kyrie is on, the team plays much better without him. Yeah, they do. Because they want to take that next step. They got they got they got to have Kyrie, you know, focus, stay healthy, and you know, just focus on the winning basketball games, and you know. Yeah, they, you know they could make some noise. I'm not saying they're gonna win the championship, but you know they could. Uh, last year was an improvement. You know, last year was a, a huge stepping stone, and you know they look to build on it. Right, right. But you know, we'll we'll see what the the Nets do in the future. And um, yeah, shifting gears, Giants, man. You know, Giants. This is a, a lost year for the Giants. They're what two and eleven, and basically, um, you know, Eli. You know, he he came. He um, you know, he he started the game. Um, 
you know, the, the previous game, but, you know, you know, unfortunately for him, you know, they, the, the Eagles won and now they're going to, they're going to play, um, what, tomorrow? What What's yeah. your thoughts? Well, um, you know, hopefully, uh, Eli can get a win because, uh, right now his career win loss record, I think he's one game under 500 right now. So hopefully he can end the season or end his career by going 500. But, uh, I thought he, he played well, um, against the Eagles. Um, now they play the Dolphins and the Dolphins mm-hmm. don't have a great defense or secondary. So I expect Eli to have a very good game and I expect the Giants to win this game tomorrow. So, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Then then you go for two touchdowns like in the first half and then yeah, kind of change. Struggle a little bit in the second half, but I thought that overall he, he played good. I mean, for the most part, but yeah, I mean, you're playing the Dolphins this week. You should play much better. And you should have four touchdowns tomorrow mm-hmm. against that Dolphin team. So, Oh, yeah. Here's, yeah, here's a debate that Eli's had for so many years. Mm-hmm. And since you're a diehard Giant fan, yeah. I know you're biased, but I think I know your answer will be. Do you think Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame? Uh... Yeah, I know that this question comes up a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say yes. Based on the numbers, based on the Super Bowl rings, I'd say he is. Um, I mean, based on the numbers, I mean, this guy, he does have good stuff. He does have very good I mean, he has 50,000 yards. I mean, 50,000 yards for a quarterback, that's, that's very good. You know, um, completion, completion percentage is not great, 60%. Um, when loss record is not great since he's one game on the 500 now, mm-hmm. but he's thrown for 50,000 50, yards, um, has over 300 touchdowns in his career, uh, two Super Bowl rings. He beat Tom Brady twice. Yeah, I think he's a I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think so. I mean, you can't make a case for many people that has done what he's done, you know, throughout his 15 year career. So I would say yes. I mean, I've seen worse guys go in the Hall of Fame, mm. but I think he deserves to go in there. I I totally agree with you. I mean, the the guy. I mean, obviously he's not his brother, but he's uh, he's he's a pretty good quarterback. You know, he got the two the two rings. Beat Tom Brady. Being Tom Brady one time is like a feat within itself. Yeah. Beating them twice, and not to mention the um, ending there undefeated record the the first time around yeah like one of the biggest arguably the might even be the greatest comeback you know performance in uh super bowl history mm-hmm. and i still think super bowl three you know joni man the jess is better but you know that you know eli manning you know uh the victory with the, that first super bowl i mean that's that's right up there you know yeah. But yeah, to me, yeah, I, I definitely think he's, I think I definitely think he's a Hall of Famer as well. Yep. Yep. Now shifting gear, hopefully we could be saying the same thing about uh, my quarterback. You know, maybe in a decade from now, if he can stay healthy. Darnold. And that's uh, Darnold, man. He, I mean, he, he, you know, at one point, you know, recently he was, you know, he won four out of five games uh, before, you know. 
Um, he, you know, he he got his butt kicked lately, you know, and uh, most recently, you know, they faced the the Ravens. You know, Lamar Jackson. You know, he just he just torched them, and and earned Mac Mac here a bunch of fantasy points. You know, with his uh, you know, Anderson touchdown pass to Anderson, and they just torched they torched the. They torched the the Jets so badly that the Jets players literally took off their jerseys and were asking for his autograph at the end of the game. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like that's legit. I don't know if you saw the footage, but they they literally took off their jersey and was like yakking it up, joking around. I thought I was watching a, a, a post Knicks game, you know, with Knicks like palling around with LeBron James after they beat, got torched, like. Lamar Jackson, like they were literally joking around Lamar Jackson. I, I, I'm trying to think who it was probably Le, Le'Veon Bell. I, I can't remember who else was. They took off their jersey. Oh yeah, um, Robbie Anderson. You know, giving dabbing the dude up after he just destroyed your team. Like, can they do this? Can they do this in the locker room where we can't see this? Oh man, that's like, funny. dude, you guys are players. You're not fans. You're you're players, man. Y'all could have just went into the other dude's locker room. Like, yo, man, what up, Lamar, man? Yo, you killed us, man. Yo, man, I love you, man. You know, they could have did that in the locker room. We wouldn't have known. <laughs> Unless they were, there was an interview, like a post-game interview. We would have never known. Like, that would have been super awkward. You know, you know, you got to give the Jets some credit, you know. You know, you know, I just did my thing. You know, I just beat them. I don't know how you say I'm just, you know, just improvising. So, <laughs> my, my, my question is, is way off. So, forgive me. I've never heard him talk. So, anyway. And then, you know, the Jets players just come and just, you know, be like, yo, man, yo, man, you killed us, man. Yo, man, you was phenomenal, man. You was just running all over us. Yeah, man, you know, I just did, did what I had to do, you know what I'm saying. Oh, so what do you think you're going to do next time you face the Jets? Oh, uh, you know, just do my thing, you know, just run on them and, you know, throw touchdown <laughs> passes, you know what I'm saying. But, like, but seriously, man, like, why are they hugging him, high-fiving him? In the, I know it's the end of the game, but come on. Like, it doesn't look good. It's not like we lost by one point. We got torched. You know, if you got to, if you if you lost by one point, maybe you could be like, oh, okay, man, you got us, man. You know, right, that was a close one, man. Man, respect or whatever. But damn, man, you just you you got blown out. And and they clinched the the um, what was it? The, the they clinched the division, you know, with that win. Yeah. Couldn't they wait? Couldn't they wait when the cameras was not rolling? Well, to hug the guy. Listen. Lamar Jackson, I mean, he's having a phenomenal season, you know. For I know. Quarterback, you know, you gotta give him credit for that. But I guess they're fans, just like we are, you know. Jeez, man, you 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 were in the jersey. I mean, they were wearing the jersey before they took it off, and and, and I guess asking him for his autograph or something. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you guys are professional players, man. Come on, act like you've been there before. You ain't got to be hugging the dude, you know, laughing at him. You guys got your butt kicked. Your butt's kicked, man. Ain't y'all laughing? That, Couldn't yeah, y'all wait until the off season? When, you know, like when, when you're playing golf with the, with the Mets, you know, <laughs> to, to you know, to, to high-five him. Like when he come by the Chelsea Piers or something, and, you know? <laughs> come on. Yeah, Jets did not, and that was not a great that was not a, I mean, I know it's going to be a loss, but that that was not a – it didn't seem like Jets even made an effort, you know, in that game Jeez. to stop him. My goodness. I don't – yo, I don't even know what to say, man. They just 
It is better when it is better win the next game. That's all I have to say, man. That's that's just. I mean, what what else can you say? Yeah, it was bad it, bad performance. It is what it is, man. It is it. Let's shoot. It is <laughs> what gonna say. It is it is what it is, man. They're gonna be they're gonna be playing this. They're gonna be hosting the Steelers. Uh, next Sunday, not tomorrow, but the next Sunday, because obviously they 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 lost Thursday night. So, yeah, you know it is what it is. But um, yeah, another tough tough season for the Jets. But um, yeah, um, shifting gears. Yeah, let's talk um TLC. Hopefully, hopefully this one won't be a a, a bad pay per view event. Because you know I, I'm really intrigued with the um, Bray Wyatt Miz matchup, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into that. But let's um yeah let's dive into the our, our uh, you know our picks. You got the Viking Raiders, of course. You know that's Eric and Ivar. Uh, they're gonna be defending their t- their Raw Tag Team Champions to be determined. We don't know who the heck the, who it is yet. Um, well. If you don't know who it is, um, you gotta pick the Viking Raiders. I can't think of anybody. I don't can't think of anybody who's shocking that that you know that could team up that w- could beat them. So that's the with Viking Raiders, even though we don't know who the, who their opponent's gonna be. Yeah, we I'm gonna go with the Viking Raiders as well. I don't know who their opponents are gonna be right now, but I'm gonna go with them to to retain the championship. Yeah, unless they're finding DX, you know, out of retirement or something like, like a yeah. first ballot Hall of Fame team, you know, maybe it could even be NWO, you know, since they're, you know, congratulations to them, they're in the Hall of Fame now. Mm-hmm. They're going to go into the Hall. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they've been showing and, that all week. And Batista as well. So, yep. congratulations to, you know, him as well. So, I mean, unless it's not like a first ballot Hall of Fame type guy, I, I can't think of anybody... I don't know who's gonna pop up and honestly Kevin Owens gonna team up with somebody or someone from NXT gets called up or something. I don't see anybody. I can't see anybody on the current Raw and SmackDown roster that if they team up they would beat them. Yeah. I mean maybe Kevin Owens. I can't think of maybe Kevin Owens and Randy Orton maybe like. But then again, Randy Orton is wait is Randy they're both on Raw right? I'm trying to do the math in my head. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they're both on Raw. Who? Uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, Kevin Owens and uh, Randy Orton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Barring those two teaming up, I can't foresee anybody else. I mean, if that's the case, then then Kevin Owens and Randy Orton will win. But other than, uh, you know, somebody on that championship caliber level teaming up, slash Hall of Fame level, the the, the Viking Raiders are going to win. They're gonna hit the yeah, Viking so experience and you know, it'll be a wrap. Yeah. Then uh the 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 rivalry that never is gonna end. Rusev versus Bobby Lashley, tables match. Um hmm. Maybe uh, you know what? I'm gonna say Lashley's gonna win because if Lashley wins it's gonna continue this feud. If Rusev wins, I mean that should be the end of this feud. But I don't think I don't think WWE is gonna end this feud. Even though apparently Lana and and Lashley are getting death threats, literal death threats, you know, because of this 
this um you know storyline. Even though people are dumb. I mean, hello, Rusev is really married to Lana. This is this is storyline purposes. And even yeah. if even if they weren't even if they were separated, which obviously I don't a- approve of Lana and Rusev, you know, you know, I mean Lana and Bobby Lashley, you know, cheating uh, Lana cheating on Rusev, but but obviously, but for storyline purposes, that's the deal, man. I mean, come on, I, I can't be, you know. I mean, it goes without saying. Are dumb, man. It is what it is, man. People These are the same dumb. type of people who, who were sending death threats to Eugene from Walking Dead because, you know, he he um he sided with Negan years ago, but you know that's how it is. You know the cancer the cancel culture we living in today. Yeah, These are the same people who like. Don't want to eat big gay ice cream because it's from this <laughs> company. I mean, come on, now. It's ice cream. <laughs> yep, this is the world we live in. You know, people can't, people can't even, you know, we can't, people can't talk, you know, agree to disagree or talk about your differences in a respectful way. You know, like the good old days. You know, nowadays we were like, you know, hey, if you're not gonna agree with me, I'm gonna be a keyboard warrior and just, you know hurt you with my words like i mean that's that's the way it is man but i mean yeah well it, back to the story um uh, yeah bobby lashley will win yeah i think so um then on uh the Kubu- then the next uh Wait, no actually no i don't think bobby lashley sorry i think uh rusev will win sorry all right well i hope you're right you know to end this feud once and for all but I don't see simple I don't see that happening. I want to see. I want to see Lashley feuding with Lesnar whenever Lesnar decides to show up, which I'm assuming he's gonna pop up at Royal Rumble. This is a major pay-per-view event, you know. I think Lesnar will finally show up. But man, this is this is, at this rate. This Lashley Lesnar match is gonna be like Rock versus Shawn Michaels or Stone Cold versus Goldberg. You know, these these are like matches that should have happened long, long time ago. Or Sting versus Undertaker, and they just yeah. because of WWE's, you know, poor booking skills, these matches never happen. Like, hello, we had Daniel Bryan and Kurt Angle. They were they hyped up this match for years. This was even before Daniel Bryan was even um, Daniel Bryan and Kurt Angle were were um, you know both eventually cleared to wrestle again. And that match never happened. Instead we had Angle versus uh Baron Corbin for the for his last ever match. So thanks WWE. Thanks for your creativeness. Yeah. Your your non creative creative team. But I digress. Back to back to this uh tables and ladders and chairs match for the WWE women's tag team championship. It's the Kabuki Warriors, which is, of course, Asuka and Carrie Sane versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Um, I'm picking, uh, you know, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair to win. You know, the Kabuki Warriors have been whooping uh, Becky and Charlotte behind a lot lately. But, you know, you can't bet against Charlotte and Becky. You know, they're going to they're gonna get these, they're gonna, um, get these uh, tag team titles. Yeah, I think uh, Becky and Charlotte are going to win this as well. And uh, shout-out to Carrie Sane, man. She hit the she hit the illest Sane elbow off on um, Becky Lynch through her table. I don't know if you saw that. 
Yeah, yeah, that was insane. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. <laughs> yeah. Did him too. But um yeah. So that, that that could be an interesting match to watch right there. Then you got Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy. That that should be a good match as well. But of course, we all know Buddy Murphy is gonna fade to black, you know, when he faces um Alistair Black. That's gonna be a good match. match, I think. Yeah. Hands down. All right, I'm going with Buddy Murphy. Then you got um you also got the new day, of course that's Big E and Kofi. You know, Xavier Woods is still injured. I think he injured his ankle or or his knee or something. I think it was his ankle he injured. I, I, something with his leg, you know. You know, he's he's you know, he Lord knows when he's gonna come back. Hopefully he'll have a speedy recovery. And he's gonna be battling they're gonna be battling uh, the revival, which is of course Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder in a ladder match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champion. Uh, yeah. Who do you think going to win that one? Um, this is a good one. I think the New Day will retain the titles. Yeah, I hope so. I could see it going either way. Yeah, I could see it going either way. But I think I think New Day is going to retain it, at least this for this pay-per-view, at least. Um, what's I gonna say? Oh yeah, before I get to the the last match, which is Roman Reigns versus King Corbin, um, Seth Rollins uh finally revealed that he's the new leader of AOP by um curb stomping uh Kevin Owens after he got you know assaulted by AOP for the past couple of weeks. And now Seth Rollins, you know, Seth Rollins, as a good guy, he's been booed. You know, they've been trying to force feed him down people's throats. You know, no matter how many times he curb stomp people, especially Bray Wyatt, you know, he you know, he can never be, you know, a fan favorite, the fan favorite like he was when he was with the Shield. But now that he's a heel, now he's going to be a fan favorite. Watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think this is going to, you know, Put him back with WWE. Put him back in WWE fan graces again. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then of course uh, the last match of the TLC is Roman Reigns versus King Corbin, tables, ladders, and chairs match. Wow, I'm surprised they don't have a chairs match. Uh, uh, the worst, the worst um, gimmick slash stipulation match ever. I'm surprised. This is like this is like the first. Tables, I was in chair matching a long time, probably in the past decade, that doesn't have a chairs match. Like, <laughs> like that's like the dumb. Why, why does a chair match even exist? Like, when when there's no disqualifications, the the the, the nine out of ten times we're gonna use a chair. So how's it? What's the? Can someone please explain to me? Like in a in a chairs match, do, can you only use a chair and nothing else is legal? Like. What is the point of a chairs match? Or did they just create the chairs match because they need a, They have a tables match. They have a ladder match. They, of course, they have a tables, ladders, and chairs match. But, hey, why don't we have a chairs match? Yeah. <laughs> like, is it a musical chair? Do you have to, you know, stand on a chair and, you know, whoever can reach the top, like like a ladder, wins? I mean, like, what, what's the point of a, chair, chair, a chairs match? 
one of those uh, gimmick matches. It's a, it's the worst gimmick match ever. The, what what other gimmick matches worse than that? Wow. Um, you ever you, you ever seen a strap match? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, but a strap match at least is better than that match. I mean, I, I mean, don't know about that. The strap match is like the strap match to me is pretty lame. I mean, that's I I agree with that. Uh, it, it, isn't that the the same one when they you have to drag your person to like four different corners and yeah. touch a touch a bell or whatever? Yeah. Or what about those those um those um like contract on a pole match or something like that? Yeah, that that's just an imitation <laughs> ladder match, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you know. But a chair match is pointless. I mean, a strap match. At least it's it's. I mean, I'm not a chair. The chair it, match. You could use you could use the chair anyway outside. Yeah, the ring. but that's not I mean, my point. That's what that's not the reason there should be a chairs match because people use chairs anyway. Right. So why do you need a chairs match? A strap match. At least it's different. You know, it's different than a. a a regular match, you know what I mean? You you know what I mean? Like, but with a chair, it's like you always have a chair. So, unless they they allow you to use any type of chair you want, you know, like a fucking you know, a lazy boy chair, office chair, yeah, <laughs> office lazy boy chair, chair. A, you know, a, a car seat, a baby yeah. car seat. Like, I mean, then that'd be more more creative. Yeah, you know? that that you know that would be an interesting chairs match. If they would do that, then I'd be like, okay, fine, that's yeah. the chairs match, but. If you're using a generic chair that you you just grab from the the ti- the ring or the timekeeper or you know underneath the the ring, I mean it's downright pointless to me. But yeah, I digress. That's why I'm, you know, we have good ideas. That's why we're not you know part of the um the creative team. So yeah, you just gotta deal with it. But yeah, back, yeah, back to the last match. Um, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin, of course. Also known as Van Corbin, Roman Reigns will win. What do you think? Um, wow, I think this might be an upset. I, I actually think King Corbin might win this. Mm. With some interference, of course. Possibly, but I think he's gonna find a way to win this. Unfortunately. Um, you know what? I mean, you you could be right. I mean, I mean, Roman Reigns in a match is a, a automatic win, but Van Corbin, man, he. You know, they they always cheat for him. He's like a modern-day JBL. It's like yeah. the guy can't fight for nothing, but, you know, he always finds a way to cheat in the end to win. So yeah. I don't put it past him. And it is a no-disqualification match. But then again, with WWE, you never know because the, the last two Hell in the Cell matches, two years in a row, have ended in, in disqualification. So this should yeah. this match should and in, this match should be a no-disqualification match until unless he's like, no, Roman, you're better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not be surprised, man. If, this, if there's a disqualification match it, it, tomorrow, and we talk about this next week, man, like, oh, man, I don't even know what the heck to say. I don't even know what the heck oh, to man. say. That would, I mean, I don't even know what to say. I, I'm literally speechless. So, since I'm speechless, uh, well, you know what? Let me, I guess, let me, Um, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll pull, you know, I'll do something off script. What's your thoughts on the the um um how how you think so is it gonna be? Oh, I think it's gonna I I think it's gonna be much better than the last film. Um, I think that you know they've learned their lesson hopefully from the mistake that they made in the last Jedi, 
But I think it's gonna be great. I mean, I think uh, I think they're gonna find a way to have Luke redeem himself after having that you know that miserable send off. You know? Oh yeah. Um, I don't know how he's gonna come back in this one. We'll just have to find out. But I think uh, you're gonna have a lot of questions answered. You're gonna find more about Ray, learn about her origin, uh, more about Kylo, and I think uh, everything from from the um, what was the first one called again? Oh, uh, Force Awakens. Force everything from Force Awakens to now. I think you're gonna you're gonna get more info, you know, that has left you frustrated over these last several years. <laughs> Four years, man. Four years, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I think uh, I think it's gonna be good. Uh, I, I I'm I'm I agree with you. I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic because Force Awakens, you know, new movie. First Disney Star Wars film, first film they had since I was born in '83, and, um, and then you know there's so, such enthusiasm having a new Star Wars because before that, prior to that, you know they had the East, the the EU, the expanded universe, which is not deemed Legends. You know you had video games, books, and you know fans were you know just you know they had a a backstory of how how um you know Luke, Leia, Hansel, and the rest of the gang were were doing. For the past thirty years, you know, yeah, and then of course Disney bought the rights to it. You know what, twenty twelve. So then mm-hmm. twenty fifteen, you know, people were excited about Force Awakens, and uh, you know after the film, people were criticizing it to being a, a copycat of A New Hope, Episode Four. Um, which, I mean, I liked it. I really liked it. You know, to be honest with you, you know, even though it was a rip off of um, A New Hope, but, you know. I, I but after seeing Last Jedi, Last Jedi made the Force Awakening worse because J.J. Abrams left a lot of mystery stuff, which would have been perfect if he was if he was you know helming the entire trilogy. But when you're not when you're not in charge of if you're just if you're not in charge of the whole trilogy and you're just shipping it off to any random person like Ryan Johnson who doesn't care about continuity of you know the the past forty years of Star Wars or even J.J. Abrams' films two years prior to that, you know, you're going to have a totally different film. And that's the last year I literally killed the, the, the fan base as the, 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 you know, the Star Wars fans knew it, you know. And because of The Last Jedi, we still have some unknown answers that, you know, that this movie should have been, this Rise of the Skywalker should have been the second movie because The Last Jedi should have answered who's raised parents. You know where's you know where's Finn from? Um, is you know Rhea Skywalker or or Kenobi or Palpatine or you know where's the where's the Knights of Ren? You know they didn't show they never show the reunion of Luke, Leia, and Han together. You know that never happened, which is what the fans were looking forward to. Them killing off Han without them even reuniting. That that basically the fate of the Disney Star Wars trilogy and then of course The Last Jedi Luke dies in the most embarrassing way after he had a character assassination of him abandoning everybody and you know trying to kill Kylo Ren in a moment of weakness you know he, he got out he got bested by 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 Kylo Ren he got bested by Rey 
Ifly. Like he, Luke was just a cowardly old dude. You know, he was not the the the, the um Jedi, um, you know, proud Jedi, optimistic Jedi that we left them in Last Jedi. I'm that rather in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So yeah, they need they they need a lot of stuff to rebound. You know, but we'll see with J.J. Abrams back. I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm not as overly excited as I was going to Last Jedi as I am going to Rise of Skywalker. Just hoping they don't mess it up. But yeah, going there with an open mind, you know. That's all I got to do, man. Just go with an open mind. And Pia, and oh, shout out to Mandalor- Mandalorian, man. This this show is giving new life to the Star Wars fan base. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully, um. Rise of Skywalker can capitalize on that and take take the the you know fix repair this fandom this um torn fandom uh, of Star Wars fans. So we'll see we'll see what happens. And you know I'll give you a, a Mandalorian review once the series is over in a few, a few weeks. So look forward to that. Anything you'd like to say before you go? Uh, yeah, check out my show IMAC um, next Friday at a special time and date. And yeah, come back here, check out Sports and Legend. These Saturdays at 10 or 11, I should say. Only on yeah. Block Talk Radio. All right, man. Check out the show next week. Um, I might be doing my show Friday as well. Um, we'll see what happens. We might do it Friday. I might do my show Friday as well. Uh, keep, keep, your, keep your eyes uh, peeled, you know, for for next week's episode of uh, Sports of the Legend. going to be at 11 o'clock. Most likely, might be Friday or Saturday at 11 next week. And uh, ch- check out my YouTube channel, Sports of the Legend TV. And, of course, check out iMac, uh, Mac Show, every um, Saturdays at 10 on, on Block Talk Radio. So he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo. And I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.